Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay. Um, so, listener, what you are going to be hearing this episode of Lame is, first off, we have Aaron's news. And then... We'll have side A afterwards. And side A will just be me. (laughs) You will hear me talking to Aaron. (laughs) But you will not hear Aaron. Probably probably the worst recording I think we've ever done. Which I know is is hard to top from last episode. (sighs) And it... (laughs) That's the thing, folks. Aaron hasn't even listened to the last episode yet. I've listened to the um, first five seconds of it, and I turned it off because it was the audio quality was like, "Oh my god, what? How dare you say that about me?" No, no, no. I'm, I'm only, I'm only giving you a hard time. I, I, yeah, you're the one giving me the hard time, Aaron. I got. <laughs> the point is, I started recording and hit pause uh, two seconds into the podcast. Just to say. Say the name of that. Say the name of the show, Aaron. Uh, you're listening to Lame, the Lexington Attorney's General Marxist Experience, and it's the 12th of July, 2023, and it's a, um, a new and show. I'm, and I'm and I'm Jenry. and I'm Aaron. And wow. I guess we're talking about. I guess we're talking about the news. Today. Oh my God, Aaron! What? Yeah, a, what we're a, talking about the fucking news. <laughs> We're 42 minutes in. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, okay. Well, I'm excited no, I'm B, good. I'm excited to be short, so they have more time to listen to side A. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you may remember last time that we did a recording. Um, we talked about this uh, the, the new SB 150 enforcement thing that uh, certain public schools are going over. Uh, right now with the, mm-hmm. the interesting mm-hmm. language in the bill which they meant to put a an and when they instead put an or uh, meaning that schools can either wait until sixth grade to teach sex ed or uh, fucking just be transphobic uh, so yes. a lot of a lot of schools <laughs> are interpreting it that way and they're going with the first option which is what they are doing anyways um, yes but uh you know, Daniel Cameron uh, is not happy, and neither is Max Wise, who uh, is no longer running for lieutenant governor uh, after his well, after, Kelly, after Kelly Craft's loss in the primaries. Um, mm. But uh, Daniel Cameron has uh, officially uh, sort of given a slap on the wrist to the Kentucky Department of Education, uh, which he he wrote a very strongly worded letter saying that that's not how it was meant to be interpreted and max wise signed off on it and um i think that's not that's it nothing more can be done until the next general until the next general assembly session we we got him um hilarious hilarious i guess um, well actually folks we didn't get them but more on that later yeah um so i mean that's basically that's you know Shout out to Olivia Krause for this one because uh, it is another it's it's another article with the same information from two weeks ago, but it's just another update. Um, so great job, Courier nice. Journal. Um, and yeah, so as, from my understanding, we we're talking about this before the podcast. Is that Fayette County was choosing not to do this? Well, so Fayette County is um, they are voted they have voted to follow state law on trans bathroom rules. Okay. Um, uh, which is which is confusing to me. Um, but yeah, so it, the underlying law accommodation shall not include the use of school restrooms, locker rooms, or shower rooms designated for by use of students of the opposite biological sex while students of the opposite biological sets are present or could be present um uh rebecca blankenship came to the school board meeting um you know uh the first openly trans elected official um 
to, of course, argue for them to uh, simply not uh, enforce this, of course. The argument is that um, this is against federal law to do, right? Um, Was. So... Was was well, actually, no. I don't think. I don't think that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like. For, I was like. Damn, Aaron. Did I hear? For now, I'll, I'll say that. For now. For now. Um, but basically, yeah. So, um, I, if I understand correctly, Jasmine County Public Schools, um, are going to sometime soon if they haven't already. I couldn't look up before the show to confirm this um are uh voting or have have been recommended two options which is of course um uh do this or um simply say uh simply ch- uh choose to not follow the law you know on on grounds that it's uh you know a federal violation to do so or whatever you know um so regardless of what you choose um there's a legal battle ahead um and we live in hell. I wonder if they could do that and you know, they could do both, like kind of like the law. Like kind of like the law, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's very – it's it's interesting. Uh, it's very – very, um, I'm just glad I'm not in high school. Well, what can I say? I know. Imagine being in high school right now. My advice to everyone in high school is um, t- don't go to clock. Just be truant. Um, the next, the, the other article I have for today is okay. um, concern is from Connor Griffith, also with the Courier Journal, um, which is uh-huh. about Louisville, which I figured I figured you would have some some input in this. Um, Louisville to clean up vacant Rodia Brownfield site. What chemicals stand in the way? That's, mm. is, is the headline um, tasty? Yeah. So. Uh, basically, Louisville wants to uh, remediate the old Rhodia chemical complex, um, and they want it to be a place to play and work and live. Um, <laughs> that is the that is a quote from the Metro County. God, it's this is really this is really one of those episodes of Lame that feels like a um like like a like a geography like urban geography one hundred and one class or whatever. That is from Mayor you Craig Greenberg. Oh, God, you love it when they crack out the like live, work, play, and shopping or whatever. Like that's so awesome. Yeah, city leaders want to turn the property into a new mixed use live, work, and play development. That's in quotes. Oh, in God. addition. That Mayor Craig Greenberg said will improve quality of life for area residents and build up neighborhoods that have long been neglected. Take a shot every time somebody has said that about anything. Yes. Let me say this. They wanted to do that in Lexington, too, but uh, whoops. (laughs) The majority black Algonquin Park Hill area has a median household income of $27,000, less than half of that of Jefferson County overall, with with 42% of residents living below the poverty line according to a neighborhood study from the Metro United Way last year. Redevelopment has been a goal in one form or another for a long time. Former Louisville Metro, uh, former Louisville Mayor Jerry Abramson was quoted in the Courier-Journal more than 15 years ago extolling the site's potential for new life. But beneath the property's overgrown surface, harmful contaminants linger. The, ro- the Rodia site is considered a brownfield, meaning its lasting chemical hazards complicate reuse, especially for residential purposes. Using $10 million in ARPA money, contractors will soon begin the arduous process of remediating the contamination left behind by the chemical industry. For years, and under an, under an environmental covenant, that's in quotes, the site has remained uh-huh. capped, a method that doesn't remove or remediate the existing contamination but is intended to contain it and prevent it from com- coming into contact with the public. The covenant also, mm. the covenant is an, a very interesting way of phrasing that. Uh, I would have maybe picked a different name, like a quarantine. Uh-huh. Um, probably just a quarantine would have been better than a covenant. Yeah, well, you know. Well, look, let me say this. They call it the damn, um, uh, the, our EPA sewer thing is called the consent decree. It's yeah. like, you know, okay. You have to consent, we decree. Um, the covenant yes. restricts the use of groundwater from the site. More than 280 spills and releases were documented at the site after 1974, according to a 
2001 report. So who knows how many since then. Um, what chemicals are there? Uh, metals linked to cancer risk, like arsenic, lead, uh, and are present in, in the area. Samples also found volatile organic compounds, polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, two classes of chemicals that pose significant environmental health risks. Mm. The highest detected cool. concentration of, of arsenic, for example, was more than 90 times higher than the EPA's residential regional screening levels, according to sampling data released by the city. Several, several other yes. substances uh, similarly far surpassed EPA screening levels at the site. Uh, with the, Beautiful. With the city's June announcement, contractors will soon begin working on restoring the site. 06 Environmental will handle the soil remediation and Enviro, Enviro Forensics will oversee the removal of contaminated soil according to a news release. The next step is the master plan for the site's redevelopment, which officials expect to be complete by the end of this year. The Louisville-based Re-Colon Land I really oh. group will be responsible yeah. for the development uh, uh-huh. once the land is remediated. Jim Beckett, I almost thought I was going to say Jim Gray, uh, managing partner for the firm, said this project is finally going to eradicate an environmental injustice that has been allowed to sit for decades. Um, then they talk about Go team. some more different things. A few of the top priorities are environmental work opportunity, environment and health, and housing. The people have spoken, and the voices are loud and clear, said Bruce Sherrod, a resident of Parkway Place. The time is now. Um, and that's the end of the article. Um, well, best of luck to them, I guess. Best of luck to them. Um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, wasn't it? Aren't there, what is it? Is Lexington has like some chemical spill places? So, I mean, let me say this. I think truthfully every uh, damn inch of this country is a chemical spill. But uh, no, I think the article, and I can't remember if we talked about it on the show or not, but um, this is a place in Nicholasville that we are thinking of. Um, that uh, very, Love Island, sorry, not Love Island. That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, Love Canal type situation over here in Nicholasville. The uh, 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 Jesmond County school board um bought this land um i think either off of the city which bought it off of some sort of chemical company um and then sold it to this um like homeless organization um you know and the homeless organization did some uh some testing or whatever and um uh you don't want to put anything there so they're uh forcing this they're they're asking that the city uh, buy back the land at market rate and clean it. Um, so we will see what happens with that. Uh, it's not like not like Nicholasville has uh, that kind of cash lying around. Who knows? Maybe they do. Uh, maybe but, they got something from ARPA. Yeah, uh, Nicholasville's losing a lot of um, commercial, uh, like downtown commercial area. Actually, like there were these two um, uh, sort of like cool looking. Um, like they looked like I think they were like old warehouses or something, um, and uh, they both got like these two places had to be condemned. Uh, Jesmond County Democrats used to have an office there, um, and the whole building got condemned and I believe demolished uh, because of um, I think the underground river that goes underneath uh, Nicholasville. You know, not to confuse with our cooler, very safe, secure, no problems. Don't look, Town Branch well, River that runs you underneath. You can't look because it's underground. You can't look because they've got it sealed away. Um, For your protection. But in Nicholsville, you can actually get to that creek pretty easily. And I've never tried it, but um, famously in the 30s, um, these guys uh, um, went under the river, um, uh, under downtown Nicholsville to the, uh, I think, Farmer's Bank um, and tried to, using explosives like blow out a hole below the safe and drop it down into the into the like cavern underneath the city that's pretty tight um yeah well unfortunately it didn't work um but it would have been cool if it did i i was thinking you were gonna say that during the depression they did some like speakeasy shit no but that would be cool too i guess um no folks um but you said there's there's not an easy way to access the town branch town branch 
Um, so if you go to the Rep Arena parking lot, there's the town branch, right? Yeah. Um, I've never attempted to climb down into it, and I've never attempted to go underneath the parking lot. Um, I would be very – I am sure that there's some sort of great Lexington – has in the last 70 years i think put in a lot of effort into making sure that you can't get into these underground zones you know which we've talked about Um, extensively on the christmas special episode oh we did great go listen to the lame christmas spooktacular um where we talk more about that (laughs) um but oh god um what else we got aaron oh that's all i have oh how nice do I do the outro since you're doing side A? I don't know. So what did we, Aaron? What did we talk about in side A? What did you talk about in side A that our audience will not hear about? Um, uh, probably some Marxist stuff. Uh, uh we definitely talked about UCW. Do you want to talk about, about UCW, UCW now? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'll give a refresher on the UCW campaign we've been covering. Um, Uh So, as we all know, the UCW United Campus Workers, which is a union, uh, wall-to-wall union at the University of Kentucky, um, the undergrads of that union were demanding from the administration $15 an hour for all student workers, no exceptions, with sick pay and everything like that. Um, They managed to get uh, 800 signatures. They got media. They got all that kind of stuff. And uh, no response from the administration. Then they went to the Board of Trustees. Uh, they met Eric Monday, and they met Eli Capaluto. And in a UK Now email, uh, in a, the buried at the bottom of the press release, they had a little thing that was saying, uh, Federal Work Study and Office of, Office of Student Success are getting a raise to $12 an hour. So Congrats, uh, Not folks. all students, um, and not $15. And not all the money. And not all the demands, but it's something, I guess. Um, and I mean, yeah, federal work study um, is basically just like if you qualify, if you are, it's a needs-based program, and if you qualify, you get some financial bonus, um, and you also get to work like for the school and get um, a wage. And it used to be minimum wage, but uh, now it's twelve dollars an hour. And um, the Office of Student Success is just a very large group. Um, and they have, like, Campus Rec, um, some of the people, like, administering some of the clubs, uh, some mm-hmm. of the library, some of the library workers. Um, but not all? Not all. I think, like, the Media Depot, which is, like, people who manage IT. Okay, yeah. Um, this is kind of a broad group but also it's $12 an hour not everyone gets it um, yes and but that's the thing uh, is they asked for 15 and got 12 but uh, now that the workers know that this can happen you know like Lenin was saying in the 1890s and onward uh, the class consciousness like they are now aware of their own uh, position as undergraduates and so they can demand more uh, and we'll hopefully see some more from the undergrads uh, you know throughout the coming months yes I'm excited folks um, as an undergrad myself yeah as an wait. undergrad myself as well I'm, I'm uh, shaking at what can happen <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the ruling classes, though, are trembling, in their and and the workers are breaking free from their chains. Yes, one can only hope. Yes, but <laughs> well, um, I don't think there was anything yeah. else I talked about on the other side. No, you we... did do. I don't know if I'm gonna have to keep it in. I'm trying to. I'm gonna have to go through. This is. I'm gonna have to. There's gonna be a lot of work done on this it's episode. Just very um, to sort of. Aaron, <laughs> for you, uh, boss. How do you think I feel? Um, <laughs> but uh, let's see. I think the only other major thing from that from the other side is, um, of course, it, it, you you put the gauntlet down. You put up the call to action. Um, 
Uh, you should join the CPUSA. You should join. Well, one, you should join the CPUSA. Two, if you work for the University of Kentucky, oh my God. But also, you should join UCW, United Campus Workers, ucw.org slash join. And then cpusa.org slash join. Is that the thing for CPUSA? I don't actually think it is slash join as much as I would love it to be. Enlist. cpusa.org slash come on dash pay join. and also pay no attention to the background noises i'm recording this at the park yes aaron's work yes that's the other important thing well actually inside a they won't have to worry about that so um <laughs> it is the it is the cpusa.org slash join hyphen us um right. if you are interested you know if you live in um uh, ultimate lame fan meetup you're in the communist party or whatever so you know ultimate lame um, fan meetup you vote us in as general secretary of the kentucky chapter okay um that why not actually why not okay um we're just having fun here <laughs> um whatever uh, i'm trying to think of other things we said that we need to include now that didn't get included um no just uh bear with me inside a um towards the end it gets good i think <laughs> um yeah i think it got pretty uh, good at the end oh and you were talking a little bit at the end too so i think that worked out yes it's let me say this folks it's worth the listen the, it's this is an advertisement for the podcast that you're already listening to <laughs> Keep um, listening. go crazy please don't touch that dial. Um, and with that, it's happening again. Uh, theor- yes, <laughs> sort of looper type moment. It's happened again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. Put, um, I don't know. You can you, put that at the end. You will have theoretically wasted another perfect. And in fact, maybe you have already wasted. Oh, am I doing it or are you doing it? No, do it. I was trying to. Oh, another perfectly good hour listening to lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers and graphics are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. You can email us at lamepod at protonmail.com. Do not follow us on Twitter at lamepod. Um, and even though uh, the the Lexington EPA issues a consent decree and considers our lame studios a toxic to the residential environment every time they hear us say it, this is lame. All right, folks, and don't forget that part. So, yes, I wanted my A submission is um, uh, the A in um, January 6th um, because, folks, I mean, hot, hot off the presses, which a newspaper, when it comes off a press, is not hot. But, you know, um, it's true. It's quite disgusting. That's why Aaron is um, being uh, sort of uh, contained um, in a quarantine zone. That's why we're doing this over the phone. So, um, Barry Saturday, folks, has allegedly, I'm not falling for this one just yet, allegedly, even though I believe it to be personally true, but um, from an editorial standpoint, allegedly has been identified as being at, and how did it take so long for this to come out? that he was at the Capitol riot, folks. Barry Saturday was there January 6, 2021, stopping the steal. Yes. You know, he doesn't look that particularly violent in these photos. So there's a, there's actually a remarkable amount of photos of this guy here, which is interesting to me. And then also a series of photos that I'm like, okay, that, that that's just the back of someone's head. How am I supposed to recognize that? Um, Oh God, there's this, I mean, there's this one of him like looking pretty directly into the camera and, oh man, I mean, that looks like very Saturday. Okay. Well, I don't, you know how I feel about computers. Um, you know, I'm just like, oh my God. So, um, they, for some reason call him denim dad, which, um, is nothing right like i this is this is okay 
there's a reason we haven't talked about if i if i remember correctly we have never talked about january 6 on the podcast before <laughs> on january 6 wasn't that like our wasn't that like our first episode that's that's a good one. I got to go back in honor and re-listen to it. Yeah. Well, if you're a longtime listener of Lame and you've listened to every single episode, finally, the payoff is coming. As promised in episode two, now fulfilled in episode 70-something, we are talking about the Capitol riot. The people that cover the Capitol riot, I don't... This is what's so crazy to me. How in the world has something like this become like what is culturally like something that only nerds care about. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the most insufferable liberals. Dude, it's like Pizzagate, but I mean like it's a little I mean it's a little crazy. These guys just showed up and then went for like a like a sort of like um self-guided tour <laughs> by force of <laughs> uh, the thing That's the other thing. I mean, like, it was really – January 6th, it's like – it's in one way, it's like a very, it's like, it's significant event. And in the other ways, because of how we digest media, it's like like total loser. It's like Occupy Democrat shit right now. Um, you know, like they don't – the guy's name is Barry Saturday. You don't have to make a hashtag for him. Denim Dad does not sound better than Barry Saturday, his real legal name. Um, and I'm just like, it's just so like, I don't even just like, so here's the tweet from at sedition hunters. Um, the real J six Barry Saturday, hashtag denim dad keeps running for city council and losing on hashtag Jan six. He was a part of the heave ho at the tunnel. Like we're supposed to know what that means. Now he's suing the school board for not letting a daughter, daughter skip a grade, the first grade exclamation point. Um, and I gotta say what is killer though, when they, the article that they link to, they link to like the him suing the school board. They don't link to the Herald leader, baby. They link to Lexington KY news, which by the way, um, Mr. Lexington times, if I may, if I may call you that, allow me to forgive you for not, um, for not crediting, uh, the Lexington times with the scoop for this folks, Herald leader snoozing on this, um, the spicing, piping hot information. If the, the hair, I, Aaron, how much I will, I will bet, I will bet forcing myself to do another episode of this podcast with you. If it shows up, that it shows up on the Herald leader website. It's, I mean, how could you not? How could you not? I mean, But they could be crazy about this. Well, it's true. Let me say this. Barry Saturday has so many op-eds. I tried to – I was searching the Herald-Leader website to see if they had an article on this. Um, and uh, it was like so many the crazy-ass Barry Saturday op-eds and shit that he's written over the years. Like, woof. Uh, <laughs> just like – I've just like – there's so many. I just – it makes total sense that he's like a Trump type or whatever like up there with like – that like beautiful kind of like sleaze ball like guy that's like a Trump guy in like a real way. like not like a guy that supports Trump but like a guy who like would be sort of in sort of the uh, Trump's perfect um, you know sort of new political order just like ugh guys like Matt Miniard and uh, this dude Barry Saturday which oh my God Aaron he was at January six he was there to stop the steal. He's wearing a black denim jacket, um, and uh, he's got sort of like brown button down. What's going on back there, Aaron? Aaron is out here in the public recording this um, for you all, just so you know. That's what Aaron has to do. Oh, well. Um, Aaron, we got to get to news. News. News part two, folks, short-term rentals. Um, after being a scourge on this earth for almost a decade now, um, Airbnb has continued to um, be a scourge. 
whoops. Um, council has passed uh, some regulations, um, which are at this point I would describe as like exploratory. Um, they Lexington City Council literally did not know how many short-term rentals there were in the city. Um, you know, you can make some guesses or whatever through Airbnb in Verbo, which is a place I've ne- thing I've never heard of. Um, okay, Aaron's been getting advertised on YouTube, folks. So jot that down. <laughs> um, Verbo, whatever V R B O. Um, folks, you now have to pay a two hundred dollar license fee. Um, for to operate a short-term rental if you have multiple properties you pay 200 the first time and a hundred dollars on the remaining properties if you are in a uh, what is it like b1 or mixed use zone there's no limit on the amount of occupants you can have in any other zones it's a uh maximum occupancy occupancy of 12 which still seems high gotta keep it real um you have to, if you want a larger occupancy, you can actually simply apply for conditional use permits. So there you go. So this would be something that excited me more than it does. I understand that they're a little tepid about it because they really don't know. But you know me, I'm a big favor. I'm a big fan of cities sort of acting um, strongly, rationally. I'm a, you know, and sort of asking questions later when it comes to things like landlords. But <laughs> so. Well, so basically you will have to, in order to get a, um, if in order to apply, in order to get a, like own, like, like rent a short term rent or sorry, not rent, um, be a landlord. They keep calling them operators. They're landlords, right? Like that's, this is what I can't get. Um, so in order to become a short term landlord, um, you need to, uh, well now if you want to get into the game, have to get a, um, uh, permit from them right but uh here's the thing if you already are in this game um you're just grandfathered in so like what's the point lexington has too many short-term rentals um they need to be simply taken off the market they need to be taken out and put back on the regular housing market for people like me the the permits are for um uh short-term rentals that are not owner occupied so but really honestly airbnb was good for that when you could just live on a guy's couch for a second also though so like i just it's so crazy to think that all these things like uber and airbnb and all this stuff are still like around even though they've they've pretty much demonstrated themselves to be like like total failures and like uh huge loss leaders um, to which I say leading what at Uber, right? Um, I don't know. It's folks, you know, we got it. We're working up a, as always a laundry list of improvements that they could do here. Um, uh, one thing we don't have to complain about though, folks, that beautiful little railroad overpass over North Broadway is, um, receiving $8.1 million to be rebuilt. Um, thank you, Joe Biden, uh, the inflation reduction act. Come the fuck on. No way this is in the third district. Which get off, Hannah Legree. <laughs> okay, you know, Hannah Legree, we gotta I gotta you know, we've I think maybe given Hannah Legree some shit um in the past about uh some of these things, but I gotta say I have to hand it to Hannah Legree for Standing firm and resolute in opposition to expanding the urban service boundary. Um, yes, 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 yes. I was trying to find video of this thing and I couldn't get the, I was trying to look, watch the actual meeting today. Um, like, of the things and the website wasn't working classic lame thing the government website don't work for me whatever you know i'm sure i could have found a solution to it maybe if i did my homework early and not waited to the you know but um you know god all right i well that would require me to be able to be free to go to the council meeting aaron so 
Um, careful with that. <laughs> um, like what is so fascinating to me, um, is, uh, like, what am I saying here? Um, like, like just some of the footage that I saw on like an LAX 18 clip of it. It's like, 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 like Denise Gray is like just fucking, it's a, it, it's mostly a clip of her talking really, really going in, um, on the councils for, you know, like, like really just being like, 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 like we need to do everything in our power or whatever, desperately to build this housing stock or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know why, um, I don't know why everyone is so convinced logically that, that this is going to do anything. Um, especially because ground isn't going to even be broken until like, you know, like a year or two from now. Um, but I, I don't know. It's fascinating to me. And also, of course, what's so frustrating about this is that, like, there are so many things to be done about, like, the price of housing, you know? Um, and, well, yes. I, I mean, basically, you know, you've actually seen me live on this podcast over the many years sort of um, work on refining what my opinion about... Um, uh, housing is right, which you know is like one of the stuff that's like not like in sort of like ready-made opinion you can find online in America in a lot of places actually. Um, you know, like like because if you go, like, go to Twitter or whatever, you know, you're gonna get like Yimby Nimby types or whatever. Like like it's locked in this dialectic or whatever. And of course, and I've said it in broad strokes before, but I'm learning more. I'm trying to read more about Vienna, great city. Um, to model Lexington after. What do you... Oh, wow, the Gravel Institute. <laughs> I haven't heard about this guy in years. Um, but RIP, by the way. Um, Yes, we can't we can't get back in the group. But like, you know, like 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 what Lexington needs is um like a, 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 the total state intervention um a, a warfare on private developers. The the private housing needs to in this country in general, but in Lexington specifically, and I be, I'm a, I am of the belief and understanding that it's actually um not uh, it would actually be legal for a theoretically, if, if the, the right political will at the city council level existed, um, it, it would, there was nothing illegal about um, about engaging in basically like a prolonged war on the private market to convert housing from in uh, from a estate from a asset into a commodity, right? Which is um, how it should be. Are you insane? Um, you know, I don't, um, I, I, I want, you can take it from me first. I want your houses to be worth nothing. <laughs> I want you to live in it, but I don't want it to, I don't want it to, I, it's ridiculous that, that why should it go up in value? Why should it become more expensive every year? Right. Um, you know, because, and this is the sort sort of the like total, number go up well folks i can make a different number go up and that's the amount of housing units on the market so lexington is doing some things about this right like and this is what's a little confusing to me about these affordable housing mandates like and what it looks like in lexington so there's this development 46 million dollar affordable housing complex opens in lexington city to add 650 units by fall by beth musgrave beth musgrave once again Best best reporter on the scene here um, at the Herald Leader. Love you. Um, never met you. Would be afraid to, honestly, um, if you said anything bad about my podcast. Um, and it's it just discusses about, um, and I'm sure, and this is where I'm hoping, like, like Blake Hall is still listening to the show <laughs> to tell us, like. Okay. You have you have said this on the podcast three or four times. You have to. <laughs> I swear you have. Oh my god! Well, 
Um, anyways, whatever. Well, you know, you should stop listening to podcasts if, if, if it's in your power. Me, however, true, true addict. Uh, anyway, so the alcove is the name of this place. Um, this is how this, this is the paragraph of this article that describes it, right? The alcove has one, two, and three bedroom apartments for people who make 60% or less of the area meeting income for family of four. That's up to $53,000 a year. Next sentence, the alcove also accepts U.S. housing and urban development housing vouchers, right? So they take Section 8 voucher, vouchers, but they but that's in addition to just like do they have their own internal means testing things, like a totally private thing? It's it's very uh, – it's one again, once again one of these very um, unclear things about how Lexington pol- – like local politics actually works, but I don't know. In short – um, I don't understand why every development in Lexington is not like this. And in fact, more frankly, like I don't understand why this isn't just a state enterprise. You know, I know Vienna is not entirely state housing. I know there's plenty of, uh, uh, cooperatives or whatever, but, um, this, this whole, like, like the critical thing here, um, like, in America's problem with urban with thing is like the means testing, obviously, um, you know, like if you make, if you start making more than 53,000 a year, what do you lose the apartment then? You know, um, well, yeah, well, credit score and total, I mean, it's hard, yeah. I mean, well, that's a. Aaron, you're the one that brought it up. I don't want to tell you, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so, like, this is the thing, you know, um, like, like with this stuff is that, like, like, like this is the stuff. And if you listen to our last episode where I interviewed Adrian Bryant from Civic Lex, hi, Adrian. Um, I, no comment, Aaron. No comment. It's okay. I don't think I've ever listened in fullness to the uh, um, uh, episode that you did where you interviewed um, those high schoolers. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, so on top of this, Lexington apparent could, could, another article from Beth Musgrave, double its funding for affordable housing next year. Once again, whatever that means, n- not super clear. Right. What does affordable housing actually go into? You know, who knows? As long as long as it's is it until Lexington is just directly uh, subsidizing or just straight up constructing subsidizing construction for these places, which I'm assuming is what this last article meant when they said that. But I don't necessarily know, Um, you know, like as soon as like like. Lexington starts becoming a competitor, a direct competitor um, to deflate prices on the private market. Um, we're doomed, okay? And no amount of expansion, right? Unless you were to take all the area land that is going to be expanded, all 5,000 whatever acres that are going to be possibly expanded into, and sort of built a second freakish small, like, like, um, uh, second business district or whatever which i gotta be real sucks it sounds a little too much like like new urbanist like florida retirement places if you if you all catch my drift no here's what needs you know i was thinking about like how do they build a kenwick 2 or whatever when i become and i'm sure we've talked about this in the podcast before when 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 they install me as the um as the uh uh you know sort of um uh, whatever fancy position is when I, when I gain total power or whatever over the city, um, we are raising idle hour to the ground and just building out more Kenwick. <laughs> Kenwick two denser than before. Um, you know, sidewalks are bigger <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, huh. Yes. Uh-huh. 
like, it's so... I mean, so much of this is insane. Like, and it's actually shocking when I finally was looking at a zoning map the other day, how much of the city is actually already zoned R3, right? And it's just, you know, it's so, this, it's so, uh, like, like, like truly, truly nothing, nothing sort of reaffirms Lenin State and Revolution more than this because it's like, it's like you spend all this time, basically you do, sort of like something that we're very pro like stuff like on the table you do all of this public input or whatever right and you build this like imagine like you build imagine lexington like the 2018 comprehensive plan that should not be like voted on by the plan that should just be the law you know like they should be doing democratic centralism (laughs) on 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 that matter you know like because here because like really it's like what this urban service boundary expansion is is really like so divorced from all of these things or whatever. And it's like you have all of these counselors who are um, ba- in, in one way or another, it's totally paying straight into the hand of, um, uh, you know, like, like, like private capital, you know, like, and whatever. And of course, like, you know, you know, people against the expansion, there's also a level, you know, there's also private capital involved, you know, like in that too or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, one makes a lot more money than the other, I guess. Um, at least out on Athens, Boonesboro, uh, you know, like it's just so, uh, you don't need a, um, I don't think you actually need a, uh, stuff whether, you know, and it's like, like, like whether or not like they're cynical about it or not is actually, um, like, and this is what I think like people have a lot hard time understanding when we talk about like the dictatorship of the bourgeoisie or whatever, like, like, like you don't, you know, local, leaders in most cases but you know um historically not all the time like don't actually have to sit down in a like smoke-filled room with like you know ball homes or whatever you know like like a lot of times people are convinced that what they're doing is the right thing and you even see in these public things these people very passionately defending you know um uh expanding you know these 5000 acres which will do jack shit like obviously will do jack shit if you want to look at the 96 expansion if you want to look at like chillsburg childsburg um i just got told how to say it the other day um like 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 the housing stock there is shit um most of that stuff is built in like a modified like r2 zone or whatever and it's all fucking single family houses um of poor quality you know and it's like I, and it solved nothing. Okay, great. Now everyone just has to drive further to go to work. You know, congrats. I don't know. It's been making. I've been thinking. I've been thinking a lot, a lot about um, this stuff recently in these like last few weeks or whatever. And it just. It's you know. Um, I need to keep reframing it as an excellent educational opportunity and not just something to get personally mad at. Because come on, man. Like be normal. <laughs> No, and also it's like, what, what the fuck am I gonna do? You know, like, um, uh, you know, in in the me specifically in the short term, what am I gonna do? Long term, yeah, I know what we're doing, right? Like, you know, um, uh, you know, there's a there's there's a program or whatever. But short term, it's like, what's the fucking point of doing all this like civic engagement shit or whatever? What's the point in getting more people involved or whatever when, you know, like, uh, they will totally, you know, um, do that or whatever. And I don't know. I mean, and it's so, this is the other thing that's so fascinating. It's like the people that like broke down on either lines, like, you know, like, like what people voted yes to the amendment that mayor Gordon wanted, what people voted, um, yes to the actual expansion, right? It changed. Hannah agree, notwithstanding being the only person that just like voted no to everything. Right. And, and I didn't, I, we didn't mention this in the interview. This blew my mind. I don't know how I didn't see this article until the day when I was going through and I was like, okay, let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, Mayor Linda Gordon did not sign the 2045 comp plan into law. She did not sign the expansion into law, even though, um, you know, they added extra resolutions, you know, uh, things on the pest or whatever. She, of all people, a registered nurse and Republican, <laughs> um, uh, you know, basically, I mean, whatever, like it's not a real veto because obviously it was like a massive majority of the center or whatever.
yeah, she just she's like she's like, oh, I'm not gonna fucking sign. I'm not gonna put my name on this. And I'm like, that's fascinating. You know, it's just like I don't. Know, it's so it's very interesting to see the lines that all these people break down or whatever on. Um, but you know, what what are you gonna do? Dude, you think you know a city council, man? I miss the last city council. I sort of used to. We feel. I feel like we knew what was coming out of them, but these people, I mean, all over the place, everywhere. It's like a free surface effect in there. Uh, <laughs> what well, that? Hey, I didn't vote for him. Um, you know, <laughs> um, whatever. Uh. That's true. Um, whatever. Okay, uh, Aaron, let's take it to you. I'm out. Of, I'm out of articles. <laughs> what? I've been. I've been paused. No. I don't know when either. What's the recording? What time does it say? Two seconds. <laughs> Aaron. Oh. Should I just upload? Should I just do side A without? Should I just upload that anyways? <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, without Aaron. <laughs> Is that one half of no, a? No, that would be One half of a phone conversation. Oh. Oh, Aaron. Well, now it's recording. Aaron. (laughs) I don't want to do it all again. (laughs) Oh, Aaron. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to scrap it? Um... (laughs) Aaron, how about you introduce the podcast and we'll and we'll do side B. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. So here's what's gonna happen, listener. Well hold on we Um and with that It's happened again. Uh theor- yes. <laughs> sort of looper type moment, it's happened again. <laughs> <laughs> well you can put um, I don't know, you can you- put that at the end. You will have theoretically wasted. Another perfectly. And in fact, maybe you have already wasted. Oh, wait, am I doing it or are you doing it? No, do it. I was trying to. Oh, another perfectly good hour listening to Lame. Our esteemed executive producer is Charlie Carey. Our stickers and graphics are designed by Claire Thompson from ClaireThompsonArt.com. You can email us at lamepod at protonmail.com. Do not follow us on Twitter at lamepod. Um, and even though. Uh, the the Lexington EPA issues a consent decree and considers our lame studios a toxic to the residential environment every time they hear us say it. This is lame. All right, folks, and don't forget that part.